Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Let us turn in our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27. And I hear the thunders are roaring outside. Wow. Okay. So 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. This is a familiar um, passage of scripture to, I would say, a lot of us. Um, So it reads, and I'm coming from the NIV version. It says, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one get the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Tonight, I will be coming to you guys from the topic of positioned to run. So as I read this passage of scripture, um, the first thing that I thought of was that running a race or a marathon of some sort, you will expect to win something. And I know every one of us, even if we don't think that we will complete the race, we all have in our thoughts and in our mind, at the end of the race, I will get something. I don't know about myself. I might not even get a um, a medal because I don't think I would even leave the, 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 the start line. But if we are running in a race, we all expect to win something. In this day and age that we are living, we all want to be recognized for our accomplishment. So if you put in the work to win the prize, then you should show it off. But how can you prepare yourself to win the race? That is a question that I believe we all need to ask ourselves. How can I prepare myself to win a race? We can't just sit on the couch every day not eat healthy, not drink healthy, don't even try to go work out, don't even try to run a half a quarter of a mile if we know that we're about to run a marathon. We will see people working out because they have a 5K or a 10K coming up. They put strict work and discipline into that race. So there's a lot that we have to put in position or in place and at least position themselves they're so disciplined. They're so disciplined. They're disciplined to win races. So tonight I'll ask, how are you positioning yourself to run this race and win in God? How are you positioning yourself in this race, the race that you are in, this spiritual race that you are in to win in God? The goal for us as believers is to not be moving aimlessly. And as I looked at the word aimlessly, it it talks about having no goal, no purpose. And we know that the purpose is to know him or know direction. 
we need to have direction in order to win a race. In our, so we need to have direction in our spiritual growth and commitment to the people of God and of God. But so many times we try to make the commitment to our leaders. We try to make commitment to our partners. We try to make bargain with God. And then we don't put in the work. But we make commitments, but we are not faithful with the bargains and the commitments that we keep saying we're about to make. As an athlete, they can't just say that they will do the work. And on the day of the race, they get out there and stand at the line and think that it's going to go the way they expected to win that prize. The same discipline we see in athletes when competing is the same level of dedication and discipline we should have in Christ. However, as we look at Paul in this passage, because of how the Corinthians culture connected um, the, to, to speakers and teachers being supported by those of wealth, it was the people that had money supported and Paul chose to work with his hands as a tent maker rather than to take wages or hands out from the Corinthians. And, 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 and as one part where I studied, it said that he became weak to the weak. Paul lowered his, his, his integrity, as we would say, and he decided to work with his hands to help the ones that were weak. So in those days, People like Paul would be looked on because he was a laborer amongst them. He wasn't wealthy. He didn't have anything to give. So he had to work. Just like Paul, as we position ourselves to run this race, we need to believe the gospel and muddling. We got to muddle. We got to show. Show thyself approved unto God. And, and by showing others our determination to win the race and win others to Christ, that should be your ultimate goal. Let others see that light in us. Let others see the goal, the determination, the, the, the discipline that we have where we can start winning souls for Christ. In the process, by them seeing our strength and our determination, how grounded and spiritual we are in God, in spite of how others at work may see us, in spite of how others that are in our home may see us, our families, and we don't think that our neighbors are looking at us. A lot of time we exclude our neighbors, but because some of our mouths, we are so foul, our neighbors hear these things, but yet they see some of us walking out. They hear us playing gospel music because we are so spiritually in tune, but what they see or what they hear does not add up to who we are or who we say we are in Christ. As we heard last week that we are to be positioned to know him. So if we keep looking at Miss Daphne said it one week where she actually started naming all the different um, titles that we've been going through, they're all connected. They're all connected, the, the, the fruit of the spirit. Pastor Ryan came with the Beatitudes one, one Saturday, like everything is connected. So we got a position to know who he is and by knowing who, who God is and what is expected of us, that how we can position to run a race. This call from Paul as we position ourselves to run is to either pursue life my goal is not to be disqualified. 
Because as we look at the athlete, if they break rules, we see them being disqualified. So many times people start off, there's a ton of people that started off a race, but one after the next, because they either came out of line, they either weren't following the rules, they're disqualified. Some people are disqualified before the race even gets started. As we position ourselves to run this race to win the prize from the Father, we see in 1 Corinthians 9 and 27 that we can either take our faith seriously and pursue godliness or to live as if it's all a show. A lot of believers, a lot of believers, a lot of us, we lived our lives in, in a show, like we're so fit, we're so ready to take on the gospel, we're so ready to take up this cross. We do not want to be disqualified by the Father. This is not a show. In the verse, the word disqualified means shown as counterfeit. So as I thought about how I cannot be disqualified from the race, I'm running this spiritual race, I start comparing myself with the athlete. I literally sat at my computer today comparing myself. As we look at the, in, in, in 1 Corinthians, where Paul was talking about the Greeks earlier up in, in the chapter, they had to be a natural born Greek to take place in the race. For me, my position is I have to be a child of God. I can't be in this race if I'm not a child of God. The Greeks, they, they, the contestant had to follow strict training rules by, by their food intake and the rigid diets. For me, I am required to suffer as Jesus did unto the Lord. That's my rigid diet. As I looked again at the Greeks, they tried their hardest in training exercise. Looking at myself, being a good steward of my own gifts and my calling, I can't expect Minister Malcolm to be a good steward of my gift that God had called me to. I can't expect to, to be a good steward of Minister Janetta's gift because God called her to that. We have to be reminded to not look like the Pharisees who looked the part outside but were inwardly dead. So going back to verse 26, it talks about running aimlessly. We can either be intentional about running this race or remain stuck at the start line when others take off. We see that a lot in the real world, in a real race. When the whistle blows, there's someone that's always left behind, someone that said they weren't ready, someone that never crossed that line. So they are disqualified immediately. To be positioned to run this race, we have to be disciplined and self-controlled to the things that our body or emotions may naturally desire. Just like Paul, we want to win the greatest prize of life. As I was studying the Greeks today, the Greek won a garland of vegetables. If you really read in 1 Corinthians, the gift that they got was a garland of vegetables with, when they won their race, which shows honor. But all that was perishable and would pass away. Those vegetables won't last forever. 
But today we in Christ will win an eternal reward. And that eternal reward is attached to a promise. If we take it all the way back to, to the, the December 31st, come bringing in the new year, we heard the word promise, that there's so many promises that God has attached for us. But how can we get the promise and the prize if we don't run the race, if we don't position ourselves to know him, if we don't position to be in the things of God? So as I looked at that perishable garland that the, that the Greeks won, that will fade. But what we will win in eternal life, will, it will never fade away at the judgment seat. And as I, I was studying in the Greek, the judgment seat means bema. It's an elevated platform from which judgment was given. All our race might look different, guys. Every one of us on this screen, our races are different. But at the end, Jesus judges all on how we ran our race. But all our rewards will be the same. So it don't matter how you run your race, because it will look different. I cannot put myself in Daphne's body and try to run her race for her, and she can't do the same for me. But the ultimate reward that each of us should get is an eternal rest with the Father. But how are we positioning ourselves to run our race? How are we? What are we doing to get in line, to cross that finish line and know that there's a prize that will be waiting for us? Our ultimate goal is to position ourselves in such a way to win the prize of life with discipline, setting aside the earthly comfort to pursue a heavenly reward. We tend to want to only base on things that are in this earth, that are present, tangible, instead of looking towards our heavenly reward. By doing this, it requires faith, faith, because it's things not seen. We don't know, but where is our faith? Let us position to run and let us live a purposeful life of discipline and remove everything that is hindering us to grow in faith. Because we know, we know the things that are hindering us from moving forward in a race and the race to eternal life. We know, we know the things that are, are hindering us from, from, from being a witness to Christ, to others about Christ, to others. We know with an athletic mind and, and training in our mind, let us start yielding ourselves to God so we are not disqualified from receiving our prize. Let us position ourselves to win. As we run this race, it will not be easy. Training will not be easy. And we are in training right now. We are not at the finish line. We are in training right now. And it's not easy. I am not here to say that it is easy. But what are we doing to get ourselves ready? That when we hear that whistle blow to take off, that we all are running this race to the finish line. Question, comments, concern. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the K-How Podcast. 
If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.